The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Hi everyone, it's Deb. And I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of Garthology. Today's episode is Part 7 of the Garth Games, and we will focus on the final brackets within each of the individual brackets. Tonight we will end up with one love song, one hit one heartbreak song, and one cowboy song. So for our first battle, it will be Shameless versus In Another's Eyes. All right, Pete, let's start with your pick. What do you have in this first song battle? Yeah, this was a pretty interesting one. Um, And as you guys know, uh, In Another's Eyes has been my nemesis leading uh, (laughs) up to these, these ongoing rounds. Again, just a phenomenal song. And it's so funny because tonight I was sitting at the dinner table and, you know, thinking about recording, recording the episode. And I kept singing in another's eyes to Stephanie. And I was like, man, maybe there is something in that song. (laughs) Um, But Shameless has always just been so special to me. You know, we mentioned it plenty of times before when you hear it on the radio or you hear it live. It's just a song that grabs my heartstrings and it, it pulls me in. Um, I love every lyric of that song. I love everything about it. And as good as In Another's Eyes is, this wasn't easy for me. As far as it went, this is not one that was easy, but I didn't end up going with Shameless. So Shameless is going to move on in my bracket. What do you think, Jess? What do you got? Well, this one is hard because, like you said, they're both amazing songs. And I really love both of these songs. Um, I've talked about in the past on Shameless. My favorite line is, I don't have the power now and I don't want it anyhow. There's something about that that's so like moving and that you just tap into. I think everyone can identify with wanting to be loved that way, just completely shamelessly, someone who's willing to make a fool of themselves for you. So I think it's easy for people to relate to. Um, This one was not an original Garth Brooks song. So it's funny that it's made it this far because, you know, Billy Joel had the song first. Um, But Garth just performed it in a way that was so different for country music. And that has always made this song stand out for me. But then it's paired against In Another's Eyes, which is amazing and phenomenal. And I love it so much. And we've talked about Garth and Trisha and their kind of musical magic when they sing together. And I almost feel like it was unfair to put duets in this because it's like an extra boost for, for, you know, the song when it's paired against a song that I feel like they should as much as possible be able to start on equal footing. And when you have a duet, you have like two powerhouses. Yeah. Maybe we should default this back. (laughs) You made a great point. We should go back to the beginning because this was the one song. It was rigged. What a cheater song. (laughs) But it does like it, it, that, that definitely is a benefit. And I don't know if it's enough to push it over the edge, but you have to look at that because you know, Garth and Trisha, we've talked about their chemistry and it's like a nuclear reaction when they sing together. So you you can't deny that that has some footing in there when you're pairing it against another song. 
And this song specifically, it, it kind of taps into my desire to root for people who are good people in a in a tough situation, in a bad situation. That's like every book or movie I've ever wanted to be interested in. So I love both of them. And at the end of the day, I had to just sit down, listen to both songs and go with my gut. And surprisingly, even to myself, I went with Shameless. Oh, oh yeah. I am surprised you picked Me Shameless. Too. Yeah, I mean, I really, I surprised myself. So what about you, Deb? I feel like I know where you're going, but I, I'm interested to see. I mean, you know, I've told the story so many times. Everybody that listens to this podcast knows how I feel about Shameless. So I'm actually going to focus on In Another's Eyes for a minute. Everything you said, Jess, is so accurate. And honestly, as I was doing it this time, I thought the same about how did we get here? How did, and I don't think any of us thought about the fact that In Another's Eyes was a duet when this is really Garth Games. And we didn't stop and go, hey, wait a minute, you know, at the beginning, it's just so naturally a love song that it ended up in there without a second thought, you know, yeah. it just went in there. Yeah. We never even contemplated that until suddenly now we're like, hey, wait a minute, which reminds me, I still want to do a Garth and Trisha games where we do nothing but duets. So I think yeah. that'll be a quicker one. I think we'll be able to knock that out in a few brackets, but this one would definitely be very high up in that duet list. And so I kind of focused all of my thoughts on In Another's Eyes, which is surprising because I also pick Shameless. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought, but I was like, you might have surprised me. You never know. Because you surprised me. So yeah. I figured Auntie would pick Shameless because of, you know, the meaning behind that song and, and you know, her wedding song. It's, it's such a big part of her life. But I thought for sure Jess was going uh, within another's eyes. But you guys bring up great points. That is a duet and should not be allowed in this. And uh, <laughs> we should start over. Which means <laughs> red strokes. How yeah. far would that have gone? Yeah. Mm. But all I ask is that red stroke, get, it gets put in the duet. In the uh, duet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fair is fair. All right. So then I guess looking at that now. At our love songs bracket, Shameless is officially the love song bracket winner. So wow, good job, awesome. Shameless. Yeah. We have our first bracket winner. Okay, so now we are going to our next final bracket, and that is the hits. And in the hits battle, that will be Unanswered Prayers versus The Dance. So let's start with Jess. Jess, who's your winner for this bracket? Okay. Uh, this, I, pretty much everyone is going to be hard now because we're down to just where like they're all, not that we didn't love all the songs to begin with, but definitely now we're just down to songs that we all know and love. So these were not easy. Um, definitely by any stretch of the imagination. So for unanswered prayers, I, first off, I had to look at that Pat Alger co-wrote this song and he has done so much with Garth that, and we're actually going to see his name a couple other songs that are here in our, in our kind of almost the very end list. Um, this song spawned its own lifetime movie. So I, I had to take that into consideration. Yeah. And um, it also got a standing ovation when Garth and Pat Alger premiered it at the Bluebird. Oh. So big things, big things for the song that we had to consider. Right. But then when you look at the dance, I feel like it's arguably one of Garth's most 
if not the most iconic song. Like it's one of the ones that if you ask people, what do you think of when you think of Garth Brooks? This is one of the ones that's going to come up um, right away. And that was in the very first um, episode that we did. We talked about that, that we talked about this song. We talked about that song being such an epic song for him. It also had the amazing video that had, you know, Lane Frost, Martin Luther King Jr., JFK, the Challenger crew, um, such a moving, beautiful video. And so I, I know that we've talked about both of these songs before in other episodes and, and going forward. And there just wasn't any way to pick other than personal preference. Now, like we're literally just down to, I know we've kind of done that along the way, but they're all so good in their own right and have um, done so much for Garth and for the people who wrote and co-wrote the songs with him that you literally just have to listen to them and then choose the one that works for you. So that being said, I don't think I probably am going to surprise anybody when I say I had to pick the dance. Yeah, no, it yep. makes sense. All right. Well, we got to see what everybody else chose. So, Deb? You know, it's funny because as you get down to the wire on this, you know, we're really getting to the end. You would think that it would get harder. And honestly, this one for me was simple. And that may be, you know, I reflected back to our, when we recorded the hits one previously. And if you guys remember, I actually chose If Tomorrow Never Comes to move on. And you guys both picked Unanswered Prayers. And I love Unanswered Prayers. Don't get me wrong. It was hard for me to pick If Tomorrow Never Comes. But having Unanswered Prayers be against the dance, for me, it was then a simple pick because I chose the dance. Had it been If Tomorrow Never Comes it would have been much more difficult for me. And I don't know what, which way I would have gone. But in this case, the dance for me was a simple pick. That's so interesting because I feel like that's what Peter was saying about the red strokes. Like if it had gone farther, he would have had a lot more difficult choices than some of the ones that were easier because it got knocked out early. So it's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I feel like again, you know, (laughs) We have to ask, but <laughs> I mean, we do have to make it official, Pete. So what's your pick? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I thought that it was I knew it was going to be simple and it was. I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. Uh, but looking at this last bracket, I thought to myself, like, it's the dance, right? I mean, it'll always be the dance for me. I made that clear. Nothing will ever change it. But then when I like thought about it, I was like, damn, man, unanswered prayers versus the dance. Both of those affect me like in my life the dance it's something it's like a daily reminder of my life it will always be it'll always be the one but unanswered prayers like it's crazy because i look back like things in my life like way back in the day like that song still to this day will continue to come up in in parts of my life where I look back at like, you know, I remember back then, like I was just praying to have this or praying, you know, to have that or, you know, I wanted this so bad in my life. But because that didn't happen, it got me to where I'm at today. And it's like, I love where I'm at today in my life. And, you know, it's because of those unanswered prayers. So that song always does come up as a reminder in my life. And I always think about the lyrics, you know, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. And I think that as much as the dance means to me, Unanswered prayers will also always have a spot uh, in my heart because of those lyrics itself. But as you guys and probably everybody else knows, it's always been the dance and it always will be. 
So the dance is going to go on. All right. The dance is it. And I'm just so happy you guys all agree with me. (laughs) Oh, so this is going to be the dance again, Shameless now. Yes, it will. Good luck with that one, Auntie, uh, because as much as it means to you, I think we all know my answer already. Gosh. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. I don't know how I extract my personal feelings because <laughs> they are all wound up in both of those. So I'll, I'll make your vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For you, that might be what you have to do. Cause we've been doing like personal preference, but when it's so tied up on both choices, you may have to try to remove that and look at it outside Objectively, of yourself. That may be the only right. way yeah, that yeah. you can do How it. How do you do that? So, okay. So now we have our winner in the hits bracket and that is the dance. So we will now move on to the top right corner of our bracket list. And that is Heartbreak Songs. And that will be What She's Doing Now versus The Thunder Rolls for the final battle. So I will start this one. And for me, this again, it's funny how I thought that getting down to the end would be so difficult. Now, of course, I'm saying that now because I haven't had to do Shameless versus the dance yet. <laughs> you just <laughs> but, wait, young lady. But for today, doing what she's doing now versus the Thunder Rolls, it was another easy one for me. And it is absolutely the Thunder Rolls. And that does not diminish my feelings for what she's doing now in any way, because I love that song. It's a great song. Like Jess said, we're now at that point where we love all these songs. And I mean, we love all Garth's songs anyways, but... What She's Doing Now is a phenomenal song and tears at my heartstrings every time I hear it. But The Thunder Rolls is iconic, Garth. And so in a head-to-head battle of those two songs, I had to go with The Thunder Rolls. Hmm. Let's go over to Pete. Pete, what did you pick? You know, I um, when we first decided to do this and, and we did the random shuffle and this bracket came out, I printed it at work and I filled it out all the way down to the very end. And it was simple for me to move a lot of these songs on. Boom, 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 boom. Then you guys went and threw in a duet and another's eyes <laughs> screwed up my entire bracket. But for the most part, I never thought about what it would be like when you when you actually broke the songs down and you got down to these brackets where you put a song like what she's doing now against the thunder. For me, it was easy in the beginning before all of the talking and hearing your guys' thoughts on these songs. I, the Thunder was going to be easy. And then and then I went back and I listened to our last episodes and how we got to what she's doing now and the Thunder Rolls. And I thought, man, there is a lot behind that song. It's obvious that it made it this far, right? There's There's more than just the title of the song that is involved in making these choices. And um this it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Like I, I like I thought for a minute. I thought, man, maybe. But ultimately, like I looked at what the songs did for Garth's career, and like what Jess said earlier, if, if you ask people, what do you know about Garth Brooks? Not the everyday fan like us. What do you know about you? You know Garth Brooks. What do you know about him? They're going to say the dance. They're going to say friends in low places. Guaranteed top three, they're saying the Thunder Rolls. It is that iconic to Garth in his career. And and without it, it's hard to believe that there's a Garth Brooks career that is 
so magical to where it is today without the thunder. Um, and for me, it, it, uh, that ultimately was, uh, helped me make my decision, but I also as well did pick the thunder rolls. I, I couldn't imagine Gar's career or this bracket going on without the thunder again, what she's doing now is, is an amazing song and it's proven itself to get this far along, but, um, the thunder, the thunder does it for me. How about you, Jess? Well, since it doesn't matter what I think on this bracket, <laughs> um, I just I want to mention before I say my pick, even though it's not going to change what's going to move on. This was another, you know, I said we're going to talk about Pat Alger again. He co-wrote both of these songs. So it's funny that they ended up paired against each other and that three out of our top eight, almost half of our top eight songs were co-written by Pat Alger. I think that has to be mentioned because that says something amazing about him and about the combination of his songwriting and Garth's singing. That's unbelievable. Crazy, right? That is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And also what she's doing now is another one that technically I don't, it wasn't a hit or anything, but um, Crystal Gale released it the year before Garth. So technically it's another one that Garth did not release first. It wasn't original to him. Um, but you know, like you guys mentioned with the thunder rolls, it's so iconic for Garth. It's just, you can't get around that. The songwriting was amazing by Pat Alger. Um, it's another one that has a phenomenal video. We all know about the controversy with the video, um, and how much attention it got. We've talked about Cowboy D minor and that sound and how unique it was. Um, and just at the end of the day, I, I kind of want to pick what she's doing now just because, just to throw it out there. But I mean, honestly, I still pick the Thunder. <laughs> I mean, they're both beautiful songs. And I feel like yeah, giving props to Pat, like he made it this far with three out of eight. So I don't think he's going to cry too much if he ever finds out that we knocked out his baby. Because <laughs> two more of them are moving forward. So right. yeah. The thunder has to go. That's a great consolation prize, my friend. Right. Right. (laughs) We are really uh, agreeing tonight. Thank goodness that does make it a little bit easier. True does. We figured when, you know, when we got down to it, like surely it would start to shore up where we would tighten the ranks a little bit. Yep. We sure did. And here we are. It's happening. It is. Finally. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now we are going to our final individual bracket into cowboy songs and the final battle for today is much too young versus in lonesome dove so this is it okay pete who do you want to move on to the next round of battles and who do you want to leave behind well man this was a tough one this very well could be the hardest pick I've had to make out of this entire bracket. I know that there was a couple hard ones going back earlier. This is the hardest for sure. Much Too Young is obviously an iconic song for Garth. You know, obviously it was a hit. It's a song that he, you know, plays live uh, at his show. Um, It's in the set list. It's got an amazing story behind it with the lyrics that make it very, very easy to follow along to the story. I mean, it, it really is a great song. In Lonesome Dove has got to be my most absolute favorite Garth Brooks song that was never a number one or released on radio. And it's always a song that when I pull up Amazon Music, unless, of course, I'm doing some research, but if I'm looking to really get myself into a good mood, 
you know, get pumped. I, and I don't, I know it's not a song that would make a lot of sense to do that to in lonesome dove is always my number. Like I always go to that song to, to kind of get the, the juices flowing. I guess if I'm trying to get myself into uh into a certain type of mood, obviously, you know, by all means, if I ever was just, if I just needed to hear something great, of course it would be the dance, but in lonesome dove just has a special place to me. And, um, this one was hard, but uh, ultimately I picked in Lonesome Dove. And Lonesome Dove to me personally does a little bit more for myself, my um, you know, my inner feelings or whatever you want to call it, um, than much too young does. So I picked in Lonesome Dove. And and uh I hope that you guys did too. Jess, what do you got? <laughs> well, um again, two amazing songs, two songs that I love. Uh, we've talked about in Lonesome Dove before and how it was one of the first songs. It was the first song by Garth that I loved to the point of listening to on repeat. Um, I still remember that long drive to Vegas where I did that. It was like a 22 hour drive from Oklahoma to Vegas. And I listened to in Lonesome Dove the entire way and was obsessed with it. This is the one that I feel like should have been a movie. If they were going to make, I mean, not that Unanswered Prayers didn't deserve to be a movie, but I mean, if they were going to pick a song to make a movie about, I feel like it should have been in Lonesome Dove. Um, and I still get chills when I listen to this song. I really do. And of course, then it was paired against Much Too Young, which I also love. And that made it so hard. Of course, there's the mention of Chris Ledoux in that song. And you have to have love for it for that reason. And the intro there, the the kind of homage to Amarillo by Morning. I I don't think there's an intro to a Garth song or possibly any song that I love more than that one. So I love both of these songs equally. And this is the first time that I had to do the opposite of what I've done on all the other songs, which is to just go by my gut on which song I love the most, because this is the first time that I kind of equally loved the songs. So then I had to just go, okay, well, which one? makes the most sense. And to me, sorry, Peter, that is much too young because wow. I feel like it's the bigger Ooh, hit. I know, I know, but I, I really do kind of love these equally. And that's the only thing that put it over the edge is like, you know, then I had to look from other people's perspective, like what would most people go with? Like what would be the popular choice? And to me, that would be much too young and maybe i'd be wrong so you know write in if you hate me for you know saying that okay hate is a strong word but the next time i go to a garth brooks concert don't expect me to hold up a sign requesting in lonesome dove for my friend jess if she's gonna pick much too young to move on uh okay double you have to be the tiebreaker on this one Okay. Well, you know, it's ironic that i'm the tiebreaker on this one because looking back at the bracket you know, last time we did Rodeo versus Much Too Young, I picked Rodeo and it didn't go on. Much Too Young did. And in Lonesome Dove went against the Beaches of Cheyenne, which I picked the Beaches of Cheyenne and it didn't go on. Which I thought Lonesome is why Dove we did. both would have picked in Lonesome Dove, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> And so now here we are, and I am the tiebreaker for two songs I didn't even pick to move on. I picked totally different songs to move on. (laughs) And so I just think that that's really ironic. Now, I love both of the songs. They just, for me, in my personal opinion, they didn't beat the two previous songs that they were up against. So in looking at Much Too Young versus In Lonesome Dove, Much Too Young 
is fantastic. I just love it. It's it's just old Garth. It's got that intro that I love, that fiddle. I have all those memories of in concert seeing him do that song. In Lonesome Dove, like Pete said, he didn't use the word, but it's probably Garth's biggest deep cut, which is a song that doesn't get released. It's not a single unless you're a real Garth Brooks fan. You don't know that song because there's no reason for you to ever have known it, but it's the best deep cut. It's so, so good. And so that did actually make this more difficult for me, even though it was two songs I didn't pick to move on. But I also picked much too young. (laughs) I actually don't even know if I'm happy or sad about that. Hold on. Is that a duet? Is that a duet? (laughs) At some point did they duet it? You don't get to knock this one out into the duet. Sorry. Damn. So yeah, much too young beats out in Lonesome Dove. Oh, it makes me sad for that to finally be dropped off though. It battled hard though. But like seeing much too young move on it. It feels right. It really does feel right. But like in Lonesome Dove, dang. But in Lonesome Dove, for a deep cut song to battle it out and win against some of the songs it did, that's strong. That's true. That's very strong. So give props to in Lonesome Dove for that. But in this case, Cowboy Song winner is Much Too Young. So that's it. We have our four songs that are now going to battle it out to V2 to come up with the final two songs, and then we'll see what the winner is. So in our next episode, it will be Shameless versus The Dance. (laughs) (laughs) And The Thunder Rolls versus Much Too Young. Oh, that's hard. I feel like we should stop here and just do a poll and let the audience decide. (laughs) Yeah, right. Let somebody else pick this. So, yes. Oh, that's so hard. Dang. Well, that finishes up this episode, and we will look forward to battling out in the next one. I don't know if I'm looking forward to that, to be honest with you. (laughs) Seriously. Have you checked out our website at Garthology.com yet? If not, stop by today and check out our past episodes and bonus content. And remember to subscribe to our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Be sure and share us with everyone you know, so that way you can help your friends in low places become Garthologists too. And speaking of friends in low places, if you're on social media, we would love for you to join us there. If you are on Facebook, we are at facebook.com backslash GarthologyCast. And if you're on Instagram and Twitter, we are at GarthologyCast there. We do love the likes and the tweets and the retweets the shares and we love 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 how much you guys are getting involved in our garthology wordle game we are having a lot of fun watching you guys do that keep it up and we appreciate the support join us for our next episode of garthology which will be season three episode 13 and will air on may 27th on your podcast platform of choice until then This has been Season 3, Episode 12 of Garthology, and I'm Deb. I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. You're awesome. (laughs) Bye, Bowman.
Oh, shit, oh, that was that great. Was hilarious. I think Jess surprised herself on that one. <laughs> I did. That was actually me forgetting. And then I was like, oh, I'm supposed to say bye. <laughs> All right, Pick. Oh, good Lord. It's going to be Ooh. that kind of night. All right, Pick. Go. All right, Pick. Bowman knows what you're going to say, and he is not happy about it. He's like, no, no, Mom. Uncle Peter's right. Uncle Peter's right. Okay, hang on. I have to clarify. You said this is episode 12? Yes. Because I was about to outro this. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote down the numbers you told me, and I was like, wait. Peace out. We're ending it. We're not picking the winner. (laughs)